What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Today's podcast is brought to you by Deloitte. Clients count on Deloitte to help them transform uncertainty into possibility and rapid change into lasting progress. From the CQ Roll Call Newsroom in Washington, this is CQ Now, your nonpartisan news source for how the inside workings of Congress and the federal government shape the real world. Hi, I'm Tony Nafo, editor of CQ Roll Call's State Report, where we examine how the states are handling tough policy issues. We begin today with reporter Jonathan Miller, who has just finished a story about the fiscal nightmare in Louisiana. The new Democratic governor, John Bell Edwards, and the Republican legislature are going to have to work together to clean up a mess that even some Republicans in the state say was created by Edwards' predecessor, Bobby Jindal. Before we hear from Jonathan, let's listen to a clip from Governor Edwards' recent television address about the crisis. I will also tell you about cuts we are facing that, without your support to fix, will close down higher education institutions across our state. So, Jonathan, tell us about the scale of the Bayou State's money problems. It's pretty bad, Tony. Uh, They probably have one of the country's worst fiscal situations, save for Alaska. They have a nearly billion-dollar hole in their budget during this cycle and a $2 billion hole the next, and that could mean major cuts to health and education. But what really got everyone's attention in the last week was football. It was even discussed on ESPN. The governor there, John Bell Edwards, he's in his first month of office, announced in a special budget address to the state that there just might not be any college football come fall. So his explanation was that the schools are going to run out of money sometime this spring, and that would force students to get incomplete grades and thus make them ineligible to play in the fall. And you can kind of imagine what the reaction of place with Louisiana State football, their three-time national champion, it basically caused unbridled panic. It even caused some anger among some state officials and legislators who said that the warning was nothing but a scare tactic. Well, no football in Baton Rouge is a pretty effective scare tactic, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> so most everyone agrees that they'll figure out a way to fund the schools and, yes, have football. As one budget observer put it to me, look, they've had hurricanes and they've still figured out a way to play. But it looks like Governor Edwards has, has actually achieved his ultimate goal, and that is focusing everyone's attention on what is a, really a very real budget crisis in the state. So besides snatching away football, what kind of solutions has Edwards proposed? Uh, Well, right now, the state is on its first week of a three-week special session, and that's devoted to solving specifically some of these fiscal problems. And ahead of it, Edwards released about a dozen and a half proposals aimed at raising cash for the state. It's a host of rolling back tax credits for individuals and businesses, raising some taxes on telephone use and alcohol. But some seem to think that the solution to at least some of the problems would be raising the state's sales tax from four to five cents per dollar. And that could raise a few hundred million dollars this budget cycle and about 900 million the next. That's actually been an option in a number of states that have had recent budget problems. In Republican-dominated Alabama and Kansas, they both raised their sales taxes last year, while in a lot of ways preserving those previous cuts that they've made to individual and business taxes. So how is the Republican-controlled legislature in Louisiana responding to these proposals? What's happened at this point is 
you have the state treasurer, John Kennedy. He's an elected Republican who is running to replace uh, Vitter in the U.S. Senate. He said that Edwards' tax-raising plans are anathema, that the governor's threats of cuts to vital services are nothing more than, as we said before, scare tactics. Um, The legislature has responded similarly, that tax hikes will wreck the economy and um, that Edwards is just another tax-raising Democrat. So it's going to be interesting to see how this shakes out. And uh, the state's chief economist this week said that the state is probably already in a functional recession, so that doesn't help. Raising taxes in a bad economy is going to be a tough sell. Other problems in Louisiana are that it's one of the most energy-dependent states for its tax revenues. Is that, is that a big part of the problem? It's definitely part of the problem. Louisiana depends on oil for about 13% of its revenue in the state budget, and the collapse in oil prices over the last year and a half has definitely had an impact on them. It's also hit other states like Alaska, as I said before, Oklahoma, even New Mexico. All of those states are facing really big budget deficits this year, and they're struggling to figure out how to fix them. But Louisiana does have problems even beyond the oil collapse. Many in the state, including Republicans, lay the blame at the feet of the former governor, Bobby Jindal, uh, who dropped out of the race for president in in November. His goal, like many conservatives, was to cut taxes across the board. At the same time, he largely refused and resisted to raise taxes or any other kind of revenue. What's resulted is there's been budget holes for the past several years that need to be plugged with one-time fixes and gimmicks. They've sold state property. They've raided accounts, that sort of thing. So is it fair to leave this mess at the feet of Jindal? Most people in the state blame Jindal and the state legislature who signed off on these budgets. You had Republicans, look, across the board, across the state, criticizing Jindal's fiscal management. For instance, look at David Vitter, the U.S. Senator. He lost his bid for governor to Edwards last year. He called some of Jindal's budget ideas crazy. So that's a pretty clear sign. Here's another example. Just this week, the state's legislative auditor came out with a report on a Jindal-era tactic. It found that the state will owe about $71 million extra in interest payments on their debt because they basically renegotiated their bonds, took that money to plug budget holes for five years, and now in exchange they have to pay higher rates and higher interest rates. And that's money that could have gone to construction projects around the state. Even though a lot of Republicans have been critical of Jindal, I suspect the Republicans in the legislature are somewhat suspicious of Edwards, who's a Democrat. Is partisanship going to get in the way of the problem? Yeah. See, there's a big question. Um, Edwards is trying to still get his cabinet together. He's trying to make appointments, and uh, there are a lot of new faces in the legislature. Uh, A lot of people are identifying Louisiana as a potential problem state for 2016, Uh, In some ways, it's similar to Pennsylvania and and, and Illinois. Um, Both of those states have big budget problems that eight months out, they still haven't solved. They have legislatures controlled by one party and governorship controlled by another. In some ways, though, Louisiana's problems are worse than those two states. Most budget observers say they can't cut their way out of their problems anymore, that they need to raise cash and they need to raise it fast. So they'll have until the beginning of March to come up with at least some solutions, because that's when the current special session ends, and a lot of people are going to be watching very closely. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for listening. That was CQ's Jonathan Miller with Louisiana's Fiscal Crisis. I'm Tony Nafo. Until next time, you can find our state reports on CQ.com, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at CQ Now, and you can download our podcasts on iTunes and SoundCloud.
Today's podcast was brought to you by Deloitte. Clients count on Deloitte to help them transform uncertainty into possibility and rapid change into lasting progress.